This is Women of Grace Live, discussing issues important to your life and faith. Spiritual insight, practical wisdom. Join us as we transform the world one woman at a time. Women of Grace, for such a time as this. Now, here's your host, Johnette Williams. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women of Grace Live. I am Johnette Williams. Very happy to be with you today. Love spending this time with you, as you well know, Monday through Friday, right here on Catholic Radio, discussing issues of importance to your life and your faith. We are always eager to hear from you. We have Matthew Gubensky on the phones and Michael McCall out there in social media land. Those are two of the ways that you can join us today here, and we invite you to use those opportunities. The toll-free number for you right here in North America is 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. Don't delay. Call right away. We want to talk with you today. We're also available for you out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Simply use the chat feature there to put in your question or comment. Michael McCall, who is our social media manager for our program, is going to retrieve it and put it up on the board. Rich Jesse is a man in those controls. Yes, he is. He's a man in those controls and making the show happen for us there in the control room on the campus at EWTN in Irondale, Alabama. I was going to say Irondale, Florida, Irondale, Alabama. So uh, always eager to hear from you. We surely are. It's Wednesday. That means it's Wacky Wednesday and Sue Brinkman is with us. We always like when you call in early with your questions on Wednesday because our phone lines fill up and then we can't get to you if it's late in the show. So we want you to call in early to be sure to get your question on the air today. Do want to invite you to get out to our website, womenofgrace.com. All kinds of great things happening out there, inviting you to take a look at some of our upcoming events. Uh, Jack and I are going to be in uh, Boca Raton, Florida, this Saturday at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church. We are going to be there uh, putting on a marriage retreat day. And I will tell you that even though Jack and I are going to be presenting the retreat day, the fact of the matter is we're on retreat right with you. Uh, You know, the Holy Spirit shows up and he does great things and we get insights even as we're presenting. And, you know, it's really enriching for us as a married couple. And we are always praying that it will be enriching for those who come. So I want to invite you to join us there at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church this Saturday at 8 a.m. in the morning, running until 5.30. We're going to have the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass ending the day for us. Oh, I think we've got one little special thing, you know, that might happen right after that. But we'll see. Uh, All of that being said, it's going to be a really beautiful time together. And I know that we're real uh, looking forward to it, really a great deal. And we are, uh, you know, we're we're just really anticipating the Holy Spirit to show up. Uh, So come, if you've been thinking about it and you haven't signed up yet, come. I I think that there is still space available. I'm not really sure, but hey, all you have to do is give a call or try to register at our website, womenofgrace.com. You can do that right there. So that's this Saturday, February 3rd. Can you believe it's going to be February 3rd come this Saturday? Oh, geez, Louise. I'll tell you, time just keeps on moving. It's a good thing though, isn't it? I also want to let you know, That on February the 8th, uh, that is uh, in the evening, uh, we are going to, actually it's uh, two options. So it's on February the 13th, that's Tuesday morning, February 13th. I read the date wrong. Uh, actually, there, it is Thursday evening. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Option one, Tuesday morning, February the 13th, 1030 a.m. to noon. 
or Thursday evening, February the 8th, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Uh, it is Mary's role in the culture of peace and the dignity of women. And what is that? It's going to be one of our special days that is an evening of grace. It's free and it's online. Uh, so if you want to get to just a sense or a flavor of what Women of Grace is all about, uh, these free online events are great uh, for you to do that. We have days of grace, mornings of grace, evenings of grace. This is an evening of grace. So we want for you to check it out there. We want for you to join us. Of course, it's a morning of grace on, on Tuesday the 13th, and it's an evening of grace uh, in the evening on February the 8th. Uh, so all of that out there. I don't think I did a really good job there. So I really recommend you get out to the website and read it. Uh, you can register right on line. You need to register. Why? Because we need to send you the Zoom link so that you can join us. So uh, we really would love for you to see it, experience it. If you've been to any of these in the past, you know they're really, really nice. They're really good. Uh, you really get a lot out of them. They're very enriching. So we invite you to check that out. February 16th, State College, Pennsylvania, Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church is for the entire parish there. I'm going to be talking about how to thrive as a Catholic in a post-truth culture, in a post-truth world. That's where we're living, folks. Don't know if you're aware of that or not, but if you were to going to put it, you know, if there was a little meter that could judge, you know, the Catholicity or or the, the, the Christianity of our culture, I mean, it would be at zero. It wouldn't even be ticking very much at all. Uh, so we are called to be those signs and those witnesses, however, and uh, we're going to be talking about all of that and how it is that we can not just do it, but we can thrive in it, right? We can thrive. We can build up others even as we're being built up. I think it's going to be a really interesting evening together. That is going to be followed the very next day by a uh, day for women, Catholic Women's Conference, again, right there at Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church. I'm going to be giving two presentations, Who is Woman? Our Special Call and Mission in a Challenging World, and uh, Executing the Mission, Steps for Success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S. All of that happening on that Saturday. We're going to feed you. There's going to be a light breakfast and a light lunch. Very nice. Uh, we are going to begin with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. That's the best part of the day. We're going to start off with the Mass. Uh, and we're going to have an opportunity uh, for interaction as well. So I'm hoping that you are going to come and join us there in State College, Pennsylvania. Really looking forward to that. Now I'm going to tell you, if you're in Altoona, you can drive. If you're in Johnstown, you can drive. If you're in Harrisburg, not that far away, you can drive in. You can drive in from all of the surrounding towns uh, right there around State College, Pennsylvania. We want you to come. You can even drive in from Pittsburgh. It's not that far. I used to do it when I was in college there. Uh, all of that being said, hoping that you are going to join us for that event. And then I want to draw your attention to our Benedicta Institute for Women that is relaunching with a spring week-long intensive beginning April 22nd. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. I'll be talking with you more about that maybe at the bottom of the hour here. Uh, but all of that is available for you. 833-288-EWTN. That's the way that you can join us live here on Women of Grace Live on this a wacky Wednesday with Sue Brinkman. We're hoping you'll call in with your questions. We've got some doozies up front that we're going to be talking about in terms of topic. Uh, but uh, your questions always uh, take, uh, you know, take the program, I think where the Holy Spirit wants it to go to, uh, because, you know, you, you ask a question, it's applying to X number, probably hundreds of people out there that have the very same question. So we love when you call us with your questions. 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. Also available for you at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel, 
and Facebook page. Simply use the chat feature there. Put in your question, comment, insight, inspiration, or word of encouragement, and we'll be sure to get it. The phone lines are lighting up already. Don't delay. Don't delay. Call right away. We want to talk with you today. Sue is with us, and she's going to take your questions. I'll answer too. We're going to have a good time together right here on Women of Grace Live. Oh, yeah, those lines are lighting up, folks. Call, 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 833-288-EWTN. You hear that music? We're going to go to a break. While we go to that break, why not just say a little Hail Mary for us as we uh, delve into these topics? You know, they're big ones, and um, hmm, evil one doesn't like when we talk about them. So do say a little Hail Mary for us on this break. We'll say Hail Mary for you, too. Looking forward to hearing from you once again, 833-288-EWTN or EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and or Facebook page. Coming right back. Stay tuned. Well, there you hear that music, and that is the music that lets you know it's Wednesday. (laughs) That's Wednesday's music here on Women of Grace Live, because Sue Brinkman is with us every Wednesday. Sue is the researcher journalist who puts up our New Age blog on our website. We invite you to check that out. Uh, She uh, really goes deep into research to help us be able to discern truth from falsehood, the light from the dark. Many, many articles out there accumulated over the years. I don't know how many at this point, maybe 1,600, maybe more than that. I keep using that number, but I know that she's always going back and refreshing ones that were, uh, you know, written some time ago to give new information as new information becomes available on those topics, as well as always adding to that website by way of the questions that you send in to Sue regarding New Age Matters. Uh, We are here every Wednesday to answer your questions live, and we hope that you make use of that opportunity. Let me give you the phone number to use. It's toll-free for you here in North America. It's 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. Three nine eight six. That is the way that you can join us right here on Women of Grace Live, where we love to have that holy conversation with you. Also available for you out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Simply use the chat feature there. Put in your question, comment, insight, inspiration, or word of encouragement, and we will be sure to retrieve it. So, Give us a call. We've got a couple of lines open here, and we like to fill them up, 833-288-EWTN. Well, good morning to you, Sue. Good morning to you, too, and you're rhyming so beautifully today. (laughs) You were doing a good job with that. I really appreciated that. That and asking people to pray for us. We should do that every week because, you know, we know. we kind of get slammed. We get slammed from time to time, don't we? Because somebody does not like what we do here. That's they exactly do. right. He does not like it. <laughs> no, no. He kicks of up course, with us you know. every once in a while. So we do yeah, ask for does. your prayers, you know. Uh, you know, when when you're out here, it, it, for those of you that can't see us, Sue and I, and this was not planned, those of you out there in social media land, you might think we planned this, but we didn't. We're both in red sweaters today. 
Yeah, we're in the red mood. I don't know what that means. You know, warm, but, warm and friendly. It's a warm yeah, color. It's red. a very warm color. But all that being said, you know, it's kind of symbolic in what we're talking about today because you know we we're when we talk about these kinds of things, we make ourselves obvious. And uh, you know, we it's not only powers and principalities that sometimes don't like what we have to say. It's also individuals out there who are involved in all of these kinds of things, both inside and outside of the church. So, uh, yeah, we can use your prayers. We'll take them. We pray for you all the mm-hmm. time. Please do remember us yes. in your prayers. So, Sue, I want to jump right in. Phone lines are lighting up, 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. I'm going to ask you to hold for a moment, though, because there is something very interesting now about, um, you know, Princess Diana, uh, you know, may she rest in peace, right? And let us remember to pray for the holy souls of of, of all of the deceased, right? Uh, you, sometimes we just automatically assume people just, you know, go straight to heaven. Well, they might, but we don't know that. And praying for their soul is always a good thing. But, uh, you know, some people just do not want to let Princess Diana rest in peace. No, they don't. And now we have another story about her contacting people from the dead. And this time it's her former butler, Paul Burrell. And, you know, she was very close to Paul Burrell. Uh, They were very, very good friends. Um, She once said about Paul Burrell that that he was the only man she ever trusted. So they did have a very close relationship uh, in life. And uh, he is now claiming that uh, she is haunting his Cheshire home, a home he shares with his husband, uh, a, a litigation lawyer named Graham Cooper. Uh, anyway, the, he's claiming that they're having unexplained activity in the house, such as figures appearing at the foot of their bed, unexplained smell of tobacco, thudding noises. So they called in a celebrity <laughs> uh, ghostbuster or psychic medium uh, named Ian Lawman, uh, and he came with his whole team of investigators. And he immediately said when he walked into the house that he felt this female presence and that her energy was all around the house. And then when he saw a picture of Diana in the house, he became very emotional and it revealed that he had consulted with the princess just two months before she died. And he admitted that he used to give readings to her um, and that that she, he believed that she's trying to get a message to Paul. So, of course, they have to facilitate that, right, Johnette? Oh, sure. And they sure. sit down to have a little spirit session, and we're going to see, okay, Diana, you know, talk to us. So, Burrell calls out to Diana's spirit. He says, hello, hello, it's me. Are you watching over me? Hey, that rhymed. I just realized that. <laughs> hello, catchy. it's me. Are you watching over me? <laughs> it's very contagious, Sue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway, um, so, of course, they, they had their EVP meter there which is called the electronic voice phenomenon meter which is supposedly could capture sounds that the human ear cannot hear and on that recorder they heard i'm here sorry now i listened to it because there's the tape of it it's all over the place right now you can listen to it i didn't hear anything but static but somehow they heard i'm here sorry in there so burrell became very emotional when he heard that and he says you don't have to be sorry diana and then they hear another voice in the meter or the same voice but more different words and they believed that it uttered the words france and sorry again and burrell said well i don't understand why it would say france other than the fact that the princess died in france and the fact that he went to france to bring her home now i always thought that charles brought her home but maybe burrell went along i don't know but 
he believes, Burrell believes, that Diana was responsible for leading this team here. This is going to be a big television show now in the UK, uh, this whole episode that happened. And he's, Burrell says because she was the connection to that world that brought him into my orbit. Um, apparently, Princess Diana was very much into visiting mediums and psychics and astrologers and that kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, and she would tell him about it and he would often, uh, you know, like kind of scoff and then she would giggle at him and say, you don't believe, do you? Um, so anyway, during this session, um, he said that she, he heard her giggle and that it was an unmistakable giggle to, to him. Uh, he, he thinks she was having a bit of fun with him from the other side. And then he remembered that one day she, she had said to him, one day you'll believe what I, what I'm telling you about these psychics and mediums. So now he believes that this is possible, um, that, that she's on the other side trying to communicate with him 25 years after her death in 1997. So, um, of course this is not possible. And I, anyone who wants to read this story, I connect you to the blog that explains why the dead can't communicate with the living without the express permission and assistance of God. And he's not going to go and, and give his assistance to a psychic medium because he condemns them in, in Deuteronomy 18.10. So uh, he's not going to be the person who's allowing anyone to speak through this Ian Freeman or whoever uh, was channeling her spirit. So uh, I would be very, very careful with this. But yeah, like you said, they, they just won't let Diana rest in peace. And they these Ghostbusters, you know, they show up with all their equipment. And I became so fascinated by this. I actually spent the last two afternoons writing this. So this will be next week's blog, <laughs> which is it going to be all of this. What are EVP meters and EMF meters and all this, you know, infrared cameras and stuff that they're always using? What is this equipment? So the whole, it's going to be all the, what's what do the Ghostbusters use? And I, I went to look up the science of it and you'll be amazed at what really this equipment really is that they're using on all these shows. And they're so popular. This is people always want to hear about this. You know, hauntings and ghosts and that and, and, and how they're being spotted and they're showing up on the meters and their voices. But I'll tell you, it's all gimmickry. And when you hear some of this, it's just amazing. I've had so much fun doing it. I just finished it like five minutes before <laughs> I plugged in for this. I finished it. So we're, <laughs> we are getting the fresh enthusiasm of Sue yeah. Brinkman on this topic. Well, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. And you wonder, what, what is it about this stuff? Well, I think, you know, not, not just the new age in general, but what is it about uh, anything having to do with the supernatural, even going back to the gory movies of the past, you know, which we watch now, and they're just so hokey. Uh, my, I had nightmares for years about the creature from the Black Lagoon, and you go back and you watch oh. now, and it's just so silly. But the fact of the matter is, you know, it's it's titillating. It it excites the emotions in some way. Um, it initiates a response out of us. And if we're not anchored in the truth and the reality of who God is, and 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 the 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 true exhilaration of life in His Spirit, then we are going to wander off to fables, just like Saint Paul says we will, and we do. Uh, we will wander off to fables. Uh, we will listen to teachers who tickle our ears. We will be searching for the truth and not ever able to find it because we're looking in the wrong places. And I feel very badly too because uh, you know people that that are hearkening to these things are are truly spiritually impoverished. While they think they're spiritually rich, they're very impoverished. 
because they are settling for counterfeit uh, what could be theirs by way of truth. And it just is, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I think, you know, also too, you know, for those of us who remember Princess Diana, she was, she was a phenom. She was popular, the most popular person, I think, on the face of the earth uh, at the time that she lived. She was much sought after by media. She was much sought after, uh, you know, by uh, individuals. Uh, she was always being photographed. She was always being, uh, you know, accompanied by paparazzi everywhere. Um, and so she, at that time, became a moneymaker for a lot of people. Uh, you know, e- even the media itself, who who really fed off of 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 her popularity by taking pictures, oftentimes that uh, you know really were invasions of her privacy, um, and she still continues to be uh, in in the in the popular culture, you know, uh, a, a personality. Though she's been gone all of these years, and people are still making money off of her. And you have to just wonder how much money is being made off of off of this situation. If if it's not about the money, and somebody is truly involved in all of this, then as I know, you tell us all the time, Sue, they're leaving themselves open to the prowess of the demonic, and the demons will come. This is not Princess Diana. If they're actually hearing voices or seeing things happen happening, it is not. It it's it's a demon. That's that's you know, basically taking on the form of her or, 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 uh, taking on the voice of her, uh, for the sole purpose really of leading people into perdition. Absolutely. And I, you know, I end this blog with father Thurston, a quote from him, Herbert Thurston. He was a very famous paranormal investigator. He was a priest, but paranormal investigator of the 20th century, early 20th century. Mm-hmm. And he surmised that what we know for certain is that the attempt to communicate with the unseen through spiritualist practices is extremely dangerous and that the church has wisely forbidden it. And his books are full of testimony from psychics and mediums who say the same thing. They came out and they tell you, do not do this. Do not get involved in this. They contact these spirits, mediums. Uh, and, you know, when the session's over, the spirit doesn't leave. Right. The spirits hang around. And they torment these mediums and these psychics, uh, and driving them, some of them, crazy, literally crazy, uh, because they don't shut up. Some of them, they can't sleep because these spirits are hanging around. You, you just don't fool around out there uh, mm-hmm. and, and go by what these little, you know, the ghostbusters and the paranormal investigators, you just don't go by this stuff. You need to look into it. You need to read into these things. Uh, but but people, like you said, that it's titillating. It's who doesn't like a good spooky movie, you know, to get all scared and all that. I mean, we like that. We like to do that. It, it's it's. I don't know what it is. It's just something that attracts us. Um, and they they fall into these practices. They think, well, I'm going to keep watching it. Look at how many shows are out out there um, that are all about hauntings and and you know ghostly discoveries. I mean, there's well, there's a dime a dozen. If you want a Catholic person <clears throat> who uh, gives credibility to everything that you're saying by your own by way of her own personal experience, it's Moira Noonan. Uh, yes, she's written a she wrote a book some years ago. Uh, she was deeply involved in all of this. She was a psychic. She said it was like her her mind was an airport. It never shut down. Uh, and yes. and it drove her to near distraction, and she chronicles that in her book. So 
you know, by way of, of admonition to others, don't get involved in these things. And the thing of it is, you know, these, 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 these creatures are, are wily creatures. They, they don't reveal everything at once. They, they come on making you feel very special, making you feel as though you have, uh, you know, uh, you know, some kind of an enlightened, uh, uh, perception of the world. They, they come along and make you feel as though, you know, you, you have, uh, uh, capacities that nobody else has and they will flatter you and they will make you feel, uh, very good about yourself and then it's only after you have been involved in a while that you begin to understand the truth because, you know, Satan and all of his minions love attention and they're so prideful. They can't go along with the deception of who they are for very long. They want you to know. And by that time, you can be in very, very serious straits. And many of these people that have involved in these things have gone through uh, deliverance prayer after deliverance prayer after deliverance prayer because there are layers and layers and layers of compromise to individuals. So you give us good yeah. guidance, Sue. Uh, we just all need, need to be prayer. aware of it, right? Yes, they need prayer. If you see a medium, that is a person who has no peace. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he looks like, what he or she looks like, how happy she seems to be, that person has no peace. If she is truly involved in mediumship, she is being harassed constantly by the spirits that she's calling up uh, and pray for them. Pray for them because many of them do wake up and they stop. Maura did. Maura mm-hmm. did and she came out and wrote a wonderful book, Ransom from Darkness. Uh, that was just a great book. She was involved in all kinds of stuff, Reiki mm-hmm. and all sorts of things, hypnosis. and um, But but she... Uh, she came clean after that. It frightened her. It, it mm-hmm. scared her. Like it scares a lot of them that get involved in it, but then they don't know how to get out. Yeah. They don't well, know even, how to get out because they're so vested in it. Even, even Madame Blavatsky, you know, who was the spiritualist, uh, you know, or uh, the, in the late 1800s, which is probably why uh, Father Thurston wrote those books in the first place, because he wrote them around the time where spirit, uh, spiritism was really big in this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what he, what he did is he found out exactly what we talk about, <laughs> you know, yes. it's the same, same, same. It's, there's no difference there. 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. That is the way that you can join us here on Women of Grace Live, where we love to have holy conversation with you. You hear that music? We're coming back, going to those phone lines, inviting you to call us. Let's fill them up. 833 E-W-T-N. Also available for you out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Simply use the chat feature there. Put in your question, comment, insight, inspiration, or word of encouragement, and we'll retrieve it and uh, get it up on the board. We'll address it. Yes, we will. We'll address it when we come back. Uh, Sue Brinkman with us today. It is Wednesday. It's a wacky Wednesday. We're coming back, going straight to the phone lines. More to come on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, friends. You're listening to Women of Grace Live. I'm Janet Williams. Today is Wednesday. Sue Brinkman is with us. It's a wacky Wednesday. We talk about all of the things that are going on out there that are just plain weird, and yet people think they're all true. So we invite you to give us a call with any questions that you might have today, 833-288-3986. That's 833-288-EWTN. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a moment, but uh, Christine in Indianapolis called uh, and left a message for our call screener to present to us. And uh, she says, we need even more prayers. My sister with blood cancer now has sepsis and infections and is suffering greatly. I have been inspired to ask Carlo Acutis to intercede for her. Please join me in that. Uh, so I want to take a moment and just lift up Christine's sister. I don't know what her name is, but God certainly does. And so Father God, we just come before you in this moment and we present to you Christine's sister. And Father, you know everything that's going on in her body. You know about this blood cancer and you know about this sepsis and you know about these infections. And Father, you know the level of her suffering. And we know that none of these things come from you, Lord. And we know that your power is greater than all of these things. And so it is, Father, that we ask in this moment that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you would bring relief to Christine's sister. Father, we dare to ask for a complete and total healing because we know that you are capable of all things and that you desire uh, to do great things in your people. If it be for her greater uh, benefit, and that would be her eternal benefit, Lord, then we ask that you would arrest this cancer, that you would eradicate it, that this sepsis would be resolved, Lord God, uh, through medicine or through miraculous uh, intervention. Father, we ask that the suffering that she's experiencing for the duration of time that you permit her to suffer, that this suffering um, united to the cross of your son, our Lord Jesus Christ, becomes a conduit of grace uh, for many people, uh, leading them unto salvation or healing them from wounds of the past or any other situation or circumstance, but certainly leading them into an opportunity for deeper and greater conversion. Father, we would ask that this suffering would be mitigated. You tell us in scripture that you never try us beyond what we're capable of receiving. But there are times, Lord, when you draw us right to the edge. And if that be the time for her, hold her in good stead, and then please let the suffering recede. Please continue, Lord, to bless Christine, that she might be that great prayer warrior and intercessor for her sister. And I ask that uh, we too, uh, every time you bring Christine's sister to our mind, would offer a prayer on her behalf. And so it is, Father, that we offer this prayer to you in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the merits of his cross, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and with the maternal beatitude and intercession of Our Lady. Amen. Christine, be assured of my own personal prayers for your sister. Um, I will be tucking her into my rosary when I pray it today. Uh, but know that we'll be holding you both very, very close to the Immaculate Heart of Our Lady. All right, Sue, are you ready to get? out there absolutely all right well we've got another sue this one is in the midwest ewtn app is the way sue from the midwest is with us hey sue how are you good morning thank you for taking my call You're um, welcome. i have a question yeah thank you um i have a uh, question about possible generational sin that i would just like your thoughts and comments on um i'm just seeing in my family a fourth generation now of kind of this worry fear and debilitating anxiety that um, overshadows our family and um, have even had other people say it's kind of overshadowed, it's almost like a darkness. Um, I am a convert to the Catholic faith, 
And through listening to, to Catholic Radio, I'm, I have heard in the past um, some priests that have talked about generational sin and sounds very similar to the symptoms of what my family has. Um, and so as I corresponded with him this fall, he had suggested Freemasonry, Freemasonry as possibly being something. So I did some research, and um, my family came over from Europe. Um, and on this side of the States, I couldn't find anything, but, so I don't really know on the other side of the, the ocean of if there was any Freemasonry. But um, I tried to follow back up with the priest, but wasn't able to. So um, I, from listening to you all, I, I did get the deliverance prayers for the use of laity from Father Chad and started praying the removal of generational spirits a couple weeks ago. And um, I, I stopped it after a couple weeks just because I got busy and, and didn't get back, but just really feeling a really heavy anxiety on myself. But I guess my question to you is, does this sound like a generational sin? And if so, what would be your thoughts and recommendations? Because it's, I'm just, I don't want to see this continue as I am seeing it in the fourth generation. And it's just really hard to see how debilitating it is, especially for my siblings. And if there's something that I can do for myself and for them, as I also struggle with that. So thank you very much. Okay. Well, Sue, thank you very much for your question today. Uh, I think you raise a very important question, a very interesting question. Sue, do you want to respond? Yeah, generational um, spirits. Uh, th- this is—it's not an official Catholic teaching uh, of the Church, but but we do read in Scripture. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking now of Exodus 34:7, uh, where you know God—it says God visits iniquity uh, of, of the fathers on the children, and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. But something to be very careful about is that, and Father John Hamps, who, who really wrote a lot about this subject, um, said. And stressed over and over again that original sin is the only sin that humans inherit through birth. Um, What you might be suffering from are the effects of some kind of ancestral sin. And that doesn't necessarily have to be Freemasonry. It could be abortion. It could be witchcraft. Somebody was involved in the occult uh, in in your your history. my suggestion to you for getting help with this and to continue would, of course, you would need to work with the priest and the priests that are associated with the charismatic movement. If you have a charismatic group anywhere near you, uh, they ha- usually have priests uh, associated with their groups uh, that you could contact. And, and I'm sure that they would be happy to help you. They seem to have I, I don't know, John, you, you, you I'm sure are aware of this, too, that most charismatic groups are working under the direction of a priest of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they are familiar with these subjects. You want to just go to a priest that understands it uh, and can help you with it. And he can have masses said for you. This is some of the things that I know of, I, I've seen done where you just give a picture of your family or something and they'll have a, a mass said for your family. Uh, but it's it's important to remember that you don't inherit their sins. You, you right. inherit just the effects mm-hmm. of it. Um, but yeah, it is, it's not an official church teaching, but exorcists and priests do talk about it and attest to the fact that there are negative effects that can be passed down through the ages because of the sins of our, our fathers. Yeah, that, that is true. 
And and also too, I think some of the things that we occasionally run into uh, in the in the work that we do is that if there has been involvement in the occult, then those spirits will cling to that generational line. And everything that you're talking about here, Sue, you know, we, we you're talking about these things as an effect uh, that that you feel anxiety, that you feel fear, that you feel this heaviness. But those are actually uh, spiritual realities, uh, and there there are demons, uh, you know, demon of fear, demon of anxiety, uh, uh, demon of oppression, which is typically the, you know, those demons are the are the ones that are typically um, the cause of of this feeling of heaviness. Um, and the other thing too, Sue, that, that crosses my mind is the the whole reality of um, curses and things of that nature. So. It can be any one of these things, and I'm not really sure it's necessary to determine for you wh- wh- which one it is, uh, but what you do want to do is is try to break that, and that's the good news, is that it can be broken, uh, and that oftentimes it comes uh, to a, a family member such as you uh, who recognizes and realizes that, okay, something's got to be done about this, and takes on the responsibility for affecting that, and Deliverance prayer is certainly one of them. The three R's oftentimes is is what will be done uh, to uh, repent, reject, and renounce. Uh, and you do that. You, you stand in there for wherever this came into the family line, somehow repent, reject, and renounce. On a, on a you know, on a, on a more, um, uh, well, let me say, less supernatural level, or that's preternatural level, on a less preternatural level, uh, oftentimes there are emotional debilities that just seem to be part of the temperament of a family line. Um, and, and some of these become learned behaviors. You know, we see people being anxious and upset and we think that we, that's the way that people behave and I should be anxious and upset. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's tough to tease all of that out, but the fact of the matter is there are remedies. So I, I would, I think, Sue, your advice is really good. Seek out a Catholic charismatic group and, and see if they've got a priest that's associated um, with them and, and talk with that priest. Does that help you, Sue? Yes, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, Sue, this when, when you see things that's repetitious in generations, that's when you begin to investigate what's going on here. Yes, and ask to be set free from it. Jesus Christ has all the power, and he wants to help you turn to him and ask him for help. But like like you said, I really think that you need to go to a priest who's familiar with this. That's right. Uh, and who's comfortable working with people like that, because then she will be comfortable working with him. So uh, I think that's very very necessary for her to go ahead and, and pursue this. And I'm glad that you say priest. You know, um, you know, I know that there's a lot of deliverance ministry out there right now where laity uh, are involved, and and we certainly uh, applaud that. But I always like that even within those situations that there is a priest there because, you know, as you tell us so very frequently, Sue, you know, the the the, the, the evil spirits are legalistic, yeah. and they recognize the power and the authority of the priest. They don't necessarily recognize to the same extent um, the, the power and the authority of a layperson. That's so true. They know the authority. They know the line of authority. And, and you, you need to respect that line of authority. And if you go to a priest, if you can find a priest, that's probably the most powerful uh, thing that you can do as far as, as taking care of that problem is go right yeah. to a priest. 
Absolutely. Let's go to Francesca. Francesca is in Boston, Massachusetts, and is a first-time caller, and I'm reaching for my bell. Here it is, ringing it for you, Francesca, uh, welcoming you. She is listening to us via Station of the Cross. Good morning. Good morning. I'm very glad to be on. Thank you for taking my call. You're Um, welcome. I had a, yes, (laughs) uh, and I had a question about a book that someone I know is uh, bringing, a Catholic, a fellow Catholic I know, is bringing this book to a lot of young people, uh, hoping to bring them into the faith somehow. But the book (laughs) is entitled The Four Agreements, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I wonder if Sue has any, or you, um, uh, Johnette, have any um, knowledge about this and about the author, uh, Dom Miguel Ruiz. Thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah. go ahead, Sue. That's, uh, you need to tell that person to cease and desist, <laughs> because that book is based in animism. It's written by a shaman, or shaman, however you want to say that word, and, and based in New Age thought. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's actually not four agreements anymore. It's five now. He added one, Don Miguel. But he was a uh, uh, Mexican-born uh, trained neurosurgeon, and he became a shaman after a near-fatal car accident. Uh, and according to this, his bio, after that accident, he experienced himself as pure awareness outside the constraints of his physical body. And he went back to the ancient Toltec wisdom of his family after that. Um, the Toltecs actually, it was a Mesoamerican culture that predated the Aztecs. Um, he believed that the Toltecs had all the tools needed to change the human mind. So he then became a shaman moved to the U.S. and devoted himself to like sharing all his wisdom and exploring ways to change the human mind. And during that time, he came up with what's called the Four Agreements. And they were tools to assist students that were struggling to quiet their minds. And he came up with this, the Four Agreements. And here, here's what the Four Agreements are. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. And always do your best. That's the the fourth. The fifth is be skeptical, but learn to listen. Something he probably should have taken his own advice about because, (laughs) you know, what he's preaching here is all new age. Everything that 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 uh, he's teaching is is uh, making agreements with yourself, with people, with God and with life. But the most important agreement he claims is the one that you make with yourself. And with these agreements, you, you tell yourself who you are, how to behave, what is possible, what is impossible. So it, the four agreements is being used by people to recover their authentic selves. This is what it's for. You know, it's not just some gimmick little thing. This is what it's for. So in other words, you don't need God. You don't need anything from him. You don't need grace. You don't need redemption. You can fix yourself. This is about as new age as it gets. Um, and this is all yeah. coming from from this guy. And, and so the book itself is just, uh, it says it's based in truth and common sense. It is not, it is not, it's based in animistic beliefs that are not compatible with Christianity. And of themselves seem to be rather harmless. It's the, it's the adaptation of those that, you know, or the implementation of those better stated, it's the implementation of those, uh, those statements to uh, you know, employing new age techniques like such as that very first one. You know this this um, uh, you know 
law of attraction, you know, the, the, the whole humanistic approach to, um, you know, the development of the human person that we, we have the power in ourselves to do all of these things. I never like whenever I hear about your authentic self and I hear things like, you know, the best version of yours, I never like that. That never sits with me. Because it's not what it is. It, it, it's, all about, it's, it's all about allowing the grace of God to come in and, and redeem these fallen parts of our nature. There are, there are fallen parts, you know. <laughs> Authentically, we are fallen people. And it's the coming in and, and, and of God's grace, you know, that, that, that affects uh, transformation in us, the transformation into Christ Jesus. Uh, go ahead. Do you have anything else that you want to ask, Francesca, with regard to this? Well, uh, the person that I would like to warn, uh, shall we say he has authority, a certain amount of authority, and um, I'm just mm, wondering how to to do this, because uh, he's okay, you... sold on it. Yeah. Is he a priest? I, I have. I... Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay, important so... for us to know. Yeah, it is. It is. We do have a blog on this. Uh, and okay. if you go out to our New Age blog, uh, you get there from womenofgrace.com. Just go down, scroll down to the New Age Q&A, and that'll bring up the index to it. And go down to the five agreements, because it's actually five now. It's not four. So it's under five okay. agreements. And there's a blog on that. And you might be able to just pass that along to him. Mm-hmm. So he can see what this guy's background is. And there's a lot more to it that I haven't said on the air right now, but there's a lot more to it. Um, and he needs to know where this is all coming from. Yeah. Um, yes. You know what? What exactly shamanism is, and why you don't get involved with people who are writing from that perspective. Uh, this is not Christian at all. So, other, um, yeah. I'm sorry. So I didn't mean to jump in on you there. Uh, but but the other thing too, uh, Sue and Francesca, is the fact that you know w- we were talking about how it is that you know people, uh, you know, we were talking about psychics and 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 how they're generally involved in a whole lot of things because these are portals that open the door. So what happens is um, this recommending this guy, um, you know, can become a portal that leads the young people or anyone to further investigation in those avenues. And before you know it, it's, you know, they're more involved and more involved and more involved and more involved. You get a picture of doors opening and somebody just keep walking down the doors and it gets darker and darker as you progress forward. Uh, so even in, in and of, of itself, I mean, just doing, like you said, Sue, investigation on who this author is should be enough to say, whoa, wait a second. This, this, is, not, this is not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely something that, that you, you've got you've to put a stop to one way or another. If you can, you can just do what you can about it. And, and pray for the rest of it because uh, ask God to help you to open up the hearts of the people that you're going to need to speak with about this. Um, if you could just at least get him to read this. And there's some links in here that will lead him into other um, you know, information that he could read up about it. Uh, I, I just think it's important that, that um, do what you can, uh, but you may not be able to change it all at once. It might be something that's coming up over time. And it's always a good idea to at least plant a seed. And I live by that um, because there's many, many things that I know and I see people getting involved in it. And they just, a lot of, they're not open. They don't want to yeah. hear it. So I just plant a little seed, just plant seeds, little okay. tiny things, just and to get them to start to question it. 
And method of approach is very important. I mean, you know, I think that the best way to do it is, is to set up an appointment, talk with him privately. You know, Father, I understand the desire to help these young people. Oh, my goodness. They, they really are, you know, living in a quagmire when it comes to the culture of the day. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of the background of this individual, or what he's really saying in this book. So many of these things seem benign, but they're really uh, codified in a lot of uh, not just New Age thought, but 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 things that that really are very dark and very very occult. Uh, and so, you know, I just wanted to give you an article to read about this. And uh, you know, if if I if I can help in any other way, please let me know. I mean. I don't know how he could get upset with you about it because you're not excoriating him or yelling at him or, you know, yeah. correcting him and admonishing him. You're legitimately concerned for him and for the youth. Yes. Thank you so much. This is really helpful because I tend to want to go in and say, stop, you know. And, uh, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think you will. You seem to be someone who yeah. really likes to think things through, and you went to the, the trouble to call us today to, to ask these questions, and I think, um, yeah, you, you're, you're going to be fine with that. Just surround yourself with prayer uh, and ask the okay. Lord to bless those people who, who you're going to be reaching out to. That's right. The rosary and the mass. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> those are the two big guns. <laughs> Thank you, Francesca. We might be able to get to one more. I don't know. I think we can. Uh, let's try to get to Tala. I, I believe that's how Tala. First time caller from Augusta, Georgia today, <coughs> ringing my bell for you. Uh, we can make it really fast if you can make it really fast, Tala. Hello? Okay, I, we can't uh, we can't hear her. She wanted to know, Sue, what uh, she what can eliminating spirits affecting family lineage? What can eliminate spirits that are affecting family lim- lineage? I think we kind of covered that earlier, didn't we? Right, right. I, I definitely would see uh, see a priest about that, and and uh, they can pray over you. There are certain prayers that they can say. They know what they are. Again, go to. A charismatic, whatever is the closest charismatic prayer group. Most parishes have one, um, right. a charismatic prayer group, because they have a priest usually affiliated with them, and, and he will be able to help you with that. Yeah, excellent. Well, Stacy, we couldn't get to you, but we're going to be back again tomorrow. Give us a call then, and we'll be able to answer your question for you. Uh, we invite you to join us every Wednesday for Wacky Wednesday. Women of Grace Live is on Monday through Friday always here for you Monday through Friday to answer any questions that you might have about the faith or about how to live the faith in the contemporary world in which we live. Inviting you to watch Women of Grace on television on EWTN at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, always interviewing great guests and talking about great stuff right there on EWTN TV. God bless all of you now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.